0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC.
1: One of the great songs on the Spotify list of our our colleague Bernard McGurk as we continue to honor him, commemorate him, memorialize him with a little music in the background there. Thank you. As uh, we went to the wake last night out in Island Park and there was the funeral mass and the burial that will be taking place today out in Island Park. And I will tell you this, uh, during the Columbus Day Parade, I can't tell you as we were there, both in terms of the broadcast at WABC, with our float for the very first time, commemorating uh, Bernard McGurk on all sides of the float, the response from the crowd was phenomenal. Tomorrow, from 6 in the morning to 6 at night... Every aspect of the broadcast day will be filled with people who had grown up with Bernard McGurk, who worked with him on the Imus in the morning show over all the years, whether at the fan, whether here at WABC. It was great to see Bill O'Reilly there last night at the week because I remember some of the best of Bernard McGurk was when he would have them once a week. Bernard McGurk and Greg Gutfeld on the segment of the Bill O'Reilly Show at the time on Fox News Channel titled, What the Heck Happened? And it's so appropriate to what I'm going to say today because the news is filled with people pointing fingers at one another, claiming they're racist, they're anti-Semites, they hate blacks, they hate whites. James Golden last night on his show A.K.A. Bo Snerly was commenting on that from 4 to 5. I'm sure there'll be a continuation of that today from 4 to 5. But almost wherever you look, there are people casting aspersions against others claiming they're anti-Semitic, they're anti-white, they're anti-Hispanic, they're anti-Native Indian, they're anti-black, you name it. And it all comes back. To what happens to Bernard McGurk, the sin of all sins, the fact that he was tarred and feathered as a racist. As I go online, especially to Wikipedia, about half, about half of everything written about the great Bernard McGurk, one of the greatest radio people of all time in all dimensions, Give me a little bit of that music in the background. Remember, I'm different than everybody else here at WABC. you got to understand. It's part of how I conflate the issue with the subject, and we're doing this in tribute to Bernard McGurk. This was one of his all-time favorite classics, The Magic Carpet Ride. And remember, when Steppenwolf sang this, you had to imagine when we were teenagers when we first heard it, We had no idea that at some point we, like Bernard, would end up going on that magic carpet ride. And I'm sure he went straight through the pearly gates into radio heaven. Whereas some of us are going to be on that magic carpet ride, crash and burn, and go straight to hell without an asbestos suit. You know, (laughs) that's the reality. Nobody lives forever. Unfortunately, Bernard McGurk, was taken too early in his life by prostate cancer and what may have been even worse liver cancer his wife caroline who was receiving everyone last night along with her two children expressed to me her appreciation for the fact that on the thursday morning after his death was announced on wednesday that i went deep into the life and times of bernard McCurk and most importantly talked about three things, how he had been uh, painted as a racist so unfairly, more so than maybe anybody else in the history uh, of radio or television or media. The fact of uh, alerting so many men out there, the dangers of not getting tested for prostate cancer and especially to the women in their lives, because tough guys, tough guys like Bernard McGurk, I consider myself a tough guy. I consider Rudy Giuliani a tough guy. Lots of black and Hispanic guys out there who have uh, prostate cancer at greater rates even than whites uh, and Asians. But it's generally the toughest of the tough guys who won't go for a simple blood test, a prick of the finger, and unfortunately suffer until they die, which unfortunately is the situation that Bernard McGurk was in. When it metastasized, apparently it went right into his liver. And then, as you know, he had an appendicitis attack and pneumonia. And no matter how strong Bernie was, toughest white Irish guy you'd ever want to know, born and raised in the Monroe Housing projects, surrounded from his birth by black and Hispanic neighbors and friends. This is a story that never gets told. When I was running for mayor against Eric Adams and I visited the Monroe Housing Projects in the heart of the South Bronx Soundview, as I went from building to building, the memories poured out. They referred to Bernard McGurk as the white shadow because when he was growing up, well, very few white families had lived there. He went on to be a hazeman, went to Cardinal Hayes. He was so proud of that right near 149th and Grand Concourse, which was an integrated school. How do I know? Dominic Carter went there, African-American, our colleague here at WABC. And many of my first guardian angels in 1979 were haisman, and they were predominantly Hispanic and black. So, again, and then once he graduates Mount St. Vincent up in the Bronx, he goes on a driving livery cab in Yonkers, down in Ghetto Square, a.k.a. Getty Square taking passengers, many black and Hispanics, from the Slobine Projects, the Mumford Gardens, throughout Nodine Hill. And at times, he was victimized, pistol whipped, shot at. And nobody, nobody ever accused Bernard McGurk of being a racist until that situation in 2007. Involving the Imus in the morning show and the Scarlet Knight female basketball team. And even then, Imus wanted to throw the weight of what was said on the back of Bernie, blaming him all the way. As he bucked, as he bowed, as he deferred to Al Slim Shady Sharpton, as he apologized and apologized and cried and cried like a little mama luke a little bit. Not Bernie! No, 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 Bernie didn't do that. Yet Bernie had to wear that scarlet letter of being called a racist. And in the interim before he came here, to replace me in the morning. Q, or Kubi, whatever you want to call it. I was so mad at that time. He had gone up to Boston, WRKO had signed him up to be the co-host in the morning. The host was Thomas Finneran who was the head Democrat in all of Massachusetts, he welcomed Bernie because he said, Curtis, I don't know anything about radio. I was on a week later because I had started the Guardian Angels in Boston. He said, Bernie was going to be my co-host. I needed him desperately. They loved him in Boston, a white Irish guy from the projects. inside being from Southie. And then Sharpton, Obama, and Harold Ford Jr. started calling up the corporation and say, you hire that racist And we're going to boycott W.R.K.O. And they ripped up the contract. Imagine how Bernie felt, son of the projects, grew up with black and Hispanics. And when you read through Wikipedia, and ladies and gentlemen, you can change Wikipedia. You know that, right? We got to rewrite Wikipedia, because if you read Wikipedia upon his death and burial today, you would say, my God, what was he, a member of the Ku Klux Klan? This is a double udisgraziata. This is a double shanda. On a day where we have Yeezy, Yee, whatever you want to call him, Kanye West. Oh, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. Candace Owens defending him. Mark Levin going off last night saying, hey, the both of you come on my show, explain that. And then all of a sudden, Tulsi Gabbard decides, I'm no longer a Democrat, I can't be with the Democrats, I'm joining the Republican Party. Oh, she's a traitor, she's a racist, she's a wannabe Hawaiian. I mean, the woman's a woman of color. They're dropping napalm on her. James Golden talked about the L.A. City Council President Martinez resigning as the city council president because in a phone call that was played publicly by the L.A. Times, she was telling all her fellow liberal progressive Latinas and Latinos, oh, you see that gay couple, uh, my colleague there, uh, they they adopted uh, a black child or a dark-skinned Hispanic child. Oh, they called them the worst things, and they were all in agreement. And these are liberal Democrats. You don't find conservative Republicans in the city of Los Angeles. That's <laughs> a Nazi moron. So the news is filled with that. And I'm sure that James uh, Golan will go into it again today from 4 to 5. But I want to focus on righting the wrong. we got to do everything we can to memorialize and commemorate Pernell McCurk and undo and rip off that scarlet letter, letter that was attached to him that he's a racist. Absolutely no way. I know what it's like being a white guy running against Eric Adams who right out of the box said Sliwa is a racist. You got to sort of let it like mud. It, 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 they throw it at your face, and then it cakes off. You can't smear it. You just have to let it cake off. Bernie may have been many things. The one thing we know he was not was a racist. I am committing whatever time I can to rewriting that record that is out there so unfairly, so scurriously. As Imus ran away from that scarlet letter, and he let Bernie carry the weight in. Remember, when it came time for Bernard McGurk to have his own show in 2016 with Sid Rosenberg, who was saying no? Imus. And we stood against Imus and the corporate elite at Cumulus. And we said, you got to sign Bernie. He earned it with Sid, who was down in Florida. And the person who did the right thing was Chad Lopez. He took the heat. He could have taken a bullet for that. Cumulus was in a rage that as general manager, he would defy them and do the right thing. And he needs to be praised effusively. Meantime, oh, my God, end the music. I mean, I was listening to WABC this morning. Obviously, Sid Rosenberg was away at the funeral mass in Island Park. For his friend and colleague, Cindy Adams was on towards the end of the show in the 9.30 hour, hosting John Katsimatidis, Lydia Serrani. She released verbal napalm on Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan.
2: Oh, he's dumb. He's stupid. He only wants to be on television. You are so smart, John. If you're sitting here with this dumbass mayor, why can't you tell him something? Why can't you explain to him how to get something? It's not just because the Albany overrules New York City. He doesn't know how to make deals.
1: Now, that was the beginning. They can't calm it down. There's no calming Cindy Adams down. Just read today in the New York Post. Her whole column is just written a palm on Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, and she was so right. And then she said, if she could, She would give a golden shower to Eric Adams. Cindy
2: Cindy. Adams, finally. Cindy, I understand you've got some hot stories for New Yorkers. Well, what I have is I'm peeing on the mayor. That's what I choose to do. I want to pee on the mayor. Wow, a golden shower.
1: Absolutely. Look, you know I'm his number one enemy and adversary. He bamboozled everybody out there. I'm going to leave Sid alone, because he's sitting shiver for his colleague, his friend. Before before the parade yesterday that Eric Adams decided to finally show up at, he didn't the year before. No, 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 they gave him a pass. But he showed up yesterday. There was a picture taken with Sid Rosenberg, just him and Sid Rosenberg. And you got to see it. And Eric, Eric Adams' is thumbs up next to Sid. Which is like, I got this cracker. I hope Sid invites me Thursday morning, because I'm going to ask him to explain that. How the hell could he be in a picture where the mayor is going thumbs up like he's very dear friends when we know he's not? And then he said, oh, Bernard uh, and... uh Said my my favorite morning show. Yeah, yeah, what a liar! It was always Charlemagne the guy. Then the mayor shows up at the wake last night. He goes up to Bernie's father, who's about ninety-six, you know. And they explain the mayor of the New Yorks come to pay respect to your son. What are you here to come get votes? I mean, everybody saw they laughing. Everybody understood. Eric Adams is in trouble. So now he's going to turn to the people he hates, he loathes, he despises, crackers. Well, guess what? Cindy Adams wasn't going for it, and neither was Bernard McGurk's
0: daddy. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis And You can't compete against that On 77 WABC. Constant
3: pivot and shift to find a the right solution to this humanitarian crisis. Now, usually I don't
1: do this, but uh, I'm going to hit you all with a little preview of the remix. They
3: can say what they want. Pivot
0: and shift, part two. When you get a question, what do you do? First you pivot, then you shift.
1: First you pivot, then
0: you shift. Hey...
3: We're New Yorkers, and this is what we do. Don't try to script me. This is what we do. This is what we do. Uh, first you pivot, then you shift. This is what we do. This is what we do. Ow. We're going to have to continue to pivot and shift. One, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three. Uh,
1: first you pivot, then you
3: shift.
1: <laughs> 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 Laughing at all of us as uh I don't know whether I should deep six, Bernie. Sending shiver for the passing of Bernard McGurk. Should I ease up? This picture that I see that's going everywhere is Bernard McGurk with Mayor Eric Adams at the start of the Columbus State Parade. And Eric Adams has a big dumb grin on his face, staring in the camera, thumbs up like I got this cracker back. Man, that better not be the case. That better not be the case. Because when he decided, okay, this year I'm going to march... Through the Columbus Day Parade because the we the year before he dissed everybody and got a pass. Oh my God. All along the way, people were screaming invectives at him.
2: Hey, listen, it's
1: And it just went on and on like that. Did you see any of that on the news? Of course not. Of course not, because Eric Adams' complexion is is his protection. Italian Americans were deep I mean all over this guy, verbal napalm. Like Cindy Adams, like me. Do something about crime. You're such a disgrace. You're worse than de Blasio. Shame on you. Imagine to be called worse than de Blasio, right? And Eric Adams thought he could stop and walk over to this one lady. She, I don't want to hear from you. Uh, do something about crime in the subway. Notice how consistent this is. The black man, remember, who worked for the Mets at city Field? How he was multiply stabbed on the number four train platform by the black perp. Remember the black mother saying, what the hell are you doing, Eric Adams? Do something about subway crime. Everybody's saying that. The woman whose life was almost taken. At the Howard Beach Station. We broke the story, remember? Two weeks ago. Stomped. Punched. Kicked. No cops. No token booth clerk. Nothing. And then she made an appeal. She's about to lose her eye. Mother of five. On her way to work at JFK. Where are all the cops you promised? Where? Where are all the cops you promised? And then, let me tell you something. To add insult to injury. So, He shows up at the WABC site. Our owner-operator, John Katzmatidis pays him respect as the mayor, does an interview with him. He wouldn't give an interview, though, to anybody else. He refused to answer them any questions. So then he posts the pictures on his Twitter. Go on his Twitter. You see the pictures of him at the Italian-American parade, Columbus parade. That's fine. And then later on in the day, this is what he posts. Like so many New Yorkers, I'm pausing to reflect on the injustices' visited against the indigenous people upon whose ancestral land we live. Let us recommit to an honest teaching of history. That's code language for no mention of Christopher Columbus, to mending the pain of the past and to building an inclusive injustice uh, in the future. Now, meantime, his Democratic colleagues in the state Senate and the state assembly doubled down right at the very same time that Eric Adams released this pivoting shift that they are doubling down to remove the statues from Buffalo to Brooklyn to take away the holiday and not allow for the parades for this racist and this person who killed and had Native Indians raped. Right. Right. Uh, Why does why did Eric Adams release that same uh, that that statement simultaneous to that after being in the parade? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you're getting pivoted and shifted on every day. Then nine o'clock this morning. while Lydia Sarani and John Katzmatidis were on the air substituting for Sid, obviously, who was at the funeral mass in Island Park for his dear colleague and lifetime friend. Bernard McGurk, our colleague, everybody's friend out there. Not a racist. Listen to what Mayor Eric Adams said in Times Square. He opened up a press conference in Times Square. Listen.:
3: Really want to thank our partners here, a DA, a brag. Really want to thank our partners here, aDA, a brag. Really want to thank our partners here. A DA, a uh, D.A. Uh, Bragg. Really
1: his partner, to... his partner, D.A. Bragg. Whatever crime is off the hook, the shoplifting, the boosting, the violence in Manhattan, the refusal of Alvin Bragg, turn him loose, Alvin Bragg, to prosecute. He never names and shames Alvin Bragg. But today, in Times Square, can I hear that one more time? One more time, please, 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 please. please.
3: really want to thank our partners here. A DA, a brag. Yeah, and
1: partners in ruining the city, Eric Adams. And then, with with 12 crimes in the last week in the subways, all of them involving knives, not guns, right? No guns in the subway, right? Not, not like Tugs wouldn't carry guns, but these crimes happen to be committed with knives or bottles or fists. Listen to what he says about Times Square, which he wants to be a no-gun zone. So he's taking on the United States Supreme Court. He's taking on the justice up in Syracuse who said you can't, you can't ban people from carrying guns legally in Times Square. Listen to the ludicrousness, the craziness, the absolutely mind bending thing he said. And who was standing next to him? D.A. Alvin Bragg, his buddy. If you just
3: be conservative in your estimate, of having a thousand people, just a thousand carrying a gun at that given time. A gunshot goes off. All of those legal gun owners now take out their guns. Don't know who the bad guy is, who the good guy is. So all of the legal gun owners who are trying to exercise their constitutional right, now you have a thousand people. With guns out, trying to determine who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. There's no sign on your forehead saying, I'm the good guy, I'm the bad guy.
1: Is that the most ridiculous thing you ever heard? People, law abiding gun carriers with carry permits, are the ones that he fears and not the thugs. No wonder why Cindy Adams just broke wild on him earlier today with John mid Tedes and Lydia Sarani
2: finally Cindy I understand you got some hot stories for New Yorkers Well what I have is I'm peeing on the mayor That's what I choose to do I want to pee on the mayor Wow a golden shower
1: Ah uh, Absolute you got to read You got to read a column in today's post It's wall to wall She sees nothing Nothing that this mayor has done in 10 months Nothing Let me give you um. Uh, a dozen crimes committed in the subways, by the way, are completely out of control. You don't see the police commissioner, Seawell anywhere. She's missing in action. In fact, she's so afraid of New York City, the police commissioner, that she will not move into the city. She's supposed to have done that six months later, move in from Long Island. She refuses to move in from Long Island, no doubt because it's too dangerous. Oh, oh my. So let's go through the uh, litany here, okay? September 30th, dad of two fatally stabbed on the L train. No gun, knives. October 1st, city bus driver slashed on the job. No guns, knives. October 2nd, the Green Goblin attack. Remember that? All those crazy black women dressed in uh, green garb from the Queensbridge Project. By the way, that's where police commissioner Sewell was originally from. You think she would have went into the Queensbridge Project and lectured? The young ladies? said, of course not. And what did they do with it? With fists and with feet. October 3rd, man randomly shoved onto the subway tracks at Union Square. Hmm, no guns involved. October 4th, man slashed at Times Square subway station. Knife, not a gun. October 6th, man randomly stabbed after a shoulder tap. Uh, knife, not a gun. October 6th, man slashed possibly for wearing the wrong color at the A-Train station near at Pitkin and Grant, which means gang war. Slashed, not shot. October 6th, beloved father fatally stabbed while commuting home. The city field worker, remember, stabbed multiple times on the four-train platform and the mother screaming invectives at Eric Adams. Where are you? What are you doing? You're doing nothing about crime. Remember that's on the heels of Alison Russo, who was stabbed 20 times in the streets, 21st and 41st. Remember in Astoria? Remember what the mother said in the wheelchair to Eric Adams when he came to the wake? Do your freaking job. What the hell? You're giving up the city. Man, everybody is all over him. What was that? Can I hear Cindy Adams again, please? What I have
2: is I'm peeing on the mayor. That's what I choose to do. I want to pee on the mayor. Wow, a golden shower.
1: Yep. I mean, everybody's fired up. this. October 8th, teen hunted, beaten and stabbed on the Upper East Side. October 9th, dad of four, fatally stabbed on the bus. And October 10th, woman bashed in the head in a random attack with a bottle. Let's see. Were there guns involved in any of those cases? Absolutely not. Eric Adams is constantly doing a pivot and shift. Can I hear that pivot and shift again? Because this is now his uh, theme song. Whenever it comes to an issue in New York City, which he has no answers for because he has no plan, the swagger man with no plan. This is his philosophy.
3: the right solution to this humanitarian crisis now usually i don't do this but uh i'm gonna hit y'all a little preview of the remix they can say what they want pivot and shift part two when you get a question what do you do first you pivot then you shift first you pivot then
2: you
1: shift
3: hey we're new yorkers and this is what we do don't try to script me this is what we do this is what we do uh first you pivot then you shift This is what
1: we do. This is what we do. We're going to have to continue
3: to pivot and shift. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Uh,
1: First you pivot, then you shift. He's laughing at all of us. Laughing at all of us. Remember Bernard McGurk, what he always used to say about Mayor Eric Adams? He refuses to name and shame. And yet he embraced Alvin Bragg this morning, 9 o'clock in Times Square. My very dear friend, my colleague. And then all of a sudden, just a few moments later, on these very airwaves, WABC, hosted by John Katsimatidis and Lydia Serrani, who are the co-hosts of the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion. I think you'll hear more of that later on today. While Bernard McGurk was being put to rest today, while Sid Rosenberg was there sitting shiver and honoring his friend and colleague. Although I still got beef with him. I, he takes a picture with Eric Adams at the start of the Columbus State Parade and Eric Adams is smiling, thumbs up, like I got this cracker. Man, it, I better be on Thursday morning. I, I'm sorry. I know it's eight days for Jews of Shiva. I'm taking sit on. He better explain that. But at that very moment, when he's embracing Alvin Bragg and blaming crime, on legal gun owners carrying concealed weapons with permits. This is what Cindy Adams had to say on these very same microphones.
2: Oh, yeah. He's dumb. He's stupid. He only wants to be on television. You are so smart, John. If you're sitting here with this dumbass mayor, why can't you tell him something? Why can't you explain to him how to get something? It's not just because the Albany overrules new york city he doesn't know how to make
1: deals that's true today governor crime wave kathy holcomb is being lambasted because now by the way unlike eric adams she did not walk through the entire columbus state parade up fifth avenue yesterday she started at the beginning at her press conference to show she's in solidarity with italian americans i'm gonna preserve the day nobody's taking it away Lee Zeldin had said that before. She had days before in which he said, oh, no, they're not taking the holiday away. They're not taking the statues down. And we're going to make sure that Italian-American heritage and Christopher Columbus are taught to our children in the public schools. So she's having a press conference. The simple question was, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, you know, uh, Gillibrand, the junior senator of New York, has requested that these illegal aliens that Eric Adams is welcoming into our city in New York, that some of them uh, be sent upstate New York, because there are whole areas upstate New York. It's like a ghost town. People have vacated. They moved out long ago to Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. She's absolutely right about that. She wouldn't even answer that. She wouldn't even throw a lifeline to Eric Adams. And then she marched up to St. Patrick's Cathedral and did not continue up to 72nd Street. She did the bird because she had already heard. She had already heard from the Eric Adams contingent that they were getting verbal napalm along the way. And she did not want that. She did not go up to Lee Zeldin, who was right in front of her. Lee Zeldin was there with his wife and his two twin daughters, as you know, victims of crime for the second time. Remember, in Monroe County, outside of Rochester, when he was giving a speech outside of the VFW Lodge, the crazed EDP attacked him on the stage, tried to slash him across the jugular, which he might have bled out. Luckily, he grabbed his wrist, was able to take him down. His entourage kept him down. That was the first attack on Lee Zeldin. And then we saw on Sunday now what is a blood gang feud. Imagine in Bucolic, Shirley, in Suffolk County. Leave it to be, Milan. Father knows best. Little house in the prairie. We're not talking to dance, wine dance. We're not talking Central Islip, Brentwood. We're not talking Hempstead. We're talking Shirley. And they're having gang-bang battles in the streets. Shots being fired. His poor daughters had to run upstairs, lock themselves in the bathroom, hide in the tub. You would have thought, Put aside the politics. Kathy Crimewave Hochul would have gone up to Lee Zeldin, would have gone up to his wife and the two children and say, I'm sorry for what you've gone through. I'm sorry that you've been a victim. I'm sorry. That's all she had to do. Simply, you didn't have to get into the politics. She chose not to. You have a single choice for governor. It's the team of Zeldin and Esposito, his lieutenant governor, versus Kathy Crimewave Wave, Holcomb, and Delgado that nobody has seen. He doesn't know if he's black, Hispanic, he's from the mid-Hudson, he's like missing an action. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it isn't that obvious. She wouldn't even ask, wouldn't even call Lee Zeldin. Just, uh, that that would have, Lee, I know your family was traumatized. How are they doing? Simple call. No, but she's pretentious, she's omnipotent, and she thinks, like Eric Adams, she can sucker us to the election booth on November 8th, and for the first time elect her the first female governor of the state of New York. This isn't about gender here. This is about law and order and safety. Who's going to keep you safe? And it sure ain't Kathy Crimewave Wave Holcomb and her... Uh, Lieutenant Governor candidate that nobody has seen. He doesn't know if he's black or Hispanic. He's lost up there in the mid-Hudson Valley, Delgado. for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Check this out. No one knows
0: New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. A
3: man like
0: you may seem like you're
3: strong.
1: Uh, this is a song that's played to our Mother Russia. And if you hear it, you better stand up and raise the roof. It's number one with a Kalashnikov bullet. If you don't, you get a bullet in the back of your head. As uh, for a second day in a war, row, Vladimir Putin is reigning death and destruction throughout the Ukraine. Because his ego has been so bruised. His mighty Russian army is on the run. Zelensky has one-upped him. So he has decided. Hey, guess what? I'll turn parts of the Ukraine into a glass highway. By the way, it also uh, interesting as you know, Elon Musk, uh, who uh, doesn't know if he's friends with the Ukraines or the Russians. Although I think he leans towards uh, definitely Vladimir Putin. <laughs> he wants peace. He's oh, you got to have peace, right? Zelensky is saying peace. Shut up, Elon Musk. Yeah, Ever since he uh, bought Twitter, right? I mean, before that. This guy's the jerky boy. We get this. What a scam of all scams. As you know, he flew on his uh, space uh, shuttle flight up to the International Space uh, Station on Saturday. A Russian cosmonaut along with other uh, astronauts to relieve the crew up there. But apparently a Russian cosmonaut in space, was scamming a Japanese woman into paying for his return to Earth, vowing to marry her once he landed. The man found the 65-year-old unnamed victim on Instagram in June, uploaded random photos of space, and said he worked at the International Space Station, where astronauts and cosmonauts have limited access to cell service. So he poured his heart and soul out to him. he says, I want to start my life in Japan, He said this a thousand times over. I've met the love of my life. Please, please. I got to pay for landing fees to to pay uh, and the cost of the rocket to actually fly, fly it back from space. Please, please. So she sent $30,000 in American money. Sucker. And then he wanted more. And it turned out he wasn't a cosmonaut. But he was some Russian behind the uh, red curtain. The cosmonaut. Tsarist curtain of Vladimir Putin who is wreaking death and destruction against the Ukraine. By the way, uh, speaking of the Ukraine, we were told that 10,000 refugees, war refugees from the Ukraine would be settling into New York City only if they had sponsors. Notice we haven't heard anything more about that. Nothing more about that. I wonder why. Because obviously the Ukrainians have to get Sponsors. All the illegal aliens pouring in. We had another 2,000 over the weekend that were pounding the hound from El Paso and Eagle Pass in Texas. Uh, Many of them who were bussed out to three hotel motels, holiday and expresses in Travis in Staten Island. Great community that has the longest running 4th of July parade in the nation. They're patriots. It's a blue collar working class section. And it's now overrun with illegals from uh, Venezuela and Ecuador who are going door-to-door because they haven't been provided any winterized clothing, no food. They just have a hotel room, and they're left to their own means out there. And immediately, Nicole Maliatakis, the congresswoman, remember that on election day, November 8th, because who did Eric Adams endorse? (laughs) Max Rose. Yeah, Max Rose. Wear that like a scarlet letterback. She goes, what's your plan, Eric Adams, for all these people you're dumping in into Travis in these no-tell motels, Holiday Inn Expresses? He had no response whatsoever. He's going to continue dumping them there because Staten Island has always been a dumping ground. First it was the garbage, right? Now it's the illegals, and he's going to continue. So your politicians must remain strong and resist The Democrats have folded. So on November 8th, for Congress, for State Assembly, for State Senate, you cannot elect a Democrat out there because you'll continue to get a flood of illegal aliens. And let me tell you how you can fold and capitulate and join Italian-Americans who have given up to fight. Look at what happened in Philadelphia. I mean, any of you have ever been a South Philly, right? A great Italian-American community. In the summer of 2020, they threatened to take the Christopher Columbus statue down. They've covered it in plywood. Uh, it's in court. It's battled. It's been up there 146 years. And so the Italian-American community was permitted to paint it in the tricolors of Italy, and the Italians were grateful. Instead of saying, we want our statue back. We want our tradition back. We don't want to capitulate, bow and buck To the enemies of Italian-American heritage, the enemies of keeping the tradition alive, the parades alive, the holiday alive, and most importantly, the statues up. Beware of these fair-weather politicians. They will stab you in the back. Like the French had the Vichy in World War II that turned on the French people and supported Adolf Hitler. They've been traitors throughout the years.